Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 337, and it's a Star Wars episode, as you could probably tell already from the theme there. And we're going to continue on the War of the Bounty Hunters with War of the Bounty Hunters number four, the penultimate issue of the main book, but also a little Dr. Afra as well. But before we go into that, which will be me and my man Matt, please go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back 100%. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you get a ton of things, including this show a couple of days early. And then a lot of other Marvel stuff. I have something in mind that will be a Star Wars type show on the Patreon as well, possibly coming up in October. But even before then, you got a ton of stuff going on there. And the only thing that I could ask you to do is go and check it out because if you sign up now, you won't be charged right away. You will be charged only if you go into October. If you quit before then, you'll never be charged a cent. And then. You know, at least you gave it a shot. You gave it a shot. That's all I can ask. But we're going to get right into this because we have one of our longer podcasts that we've had with the Star Wars deal in quite some time. Two books, about an hour. I think that's what it was. I don't know. We did it a couple of days. Like I said, we do this a little earlier to put up on the Patreon as an early access deal. But we're going to go off right now to me and my man, Matt, talking a little war of the bounty hunters and Dr. Afra. All right, and I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we're here, it seems like, if I said to you, you read these books, and I conked you on the head, <laughs> right, knocked you out, clean out. I mean, I'm telling you, I beat the crap out of you. I just want to keep yelling about it. Uh, <laughs> and you woke up and read these two, and I said, how much longer do we have? Like, how many issues of Afro do you think we have in The War of the Bounty Hunters? How many issues do you think we have in the main book that we'll talk about in a second? W- would you think one? Because no. it, it doesn't feel like things are now. Again, we're going to continue on with things. Uh, obviously, the things that are happening in these books will end up, you know, going on having ramifications and things like that. But as a full event, it, this almost feels like, and it's weird that I don't know if this makes sense. The idea that this feels less like an event and more like years from now going to one of those reading orders that that you get online oh, yeah, or something yeah. and going yep. through it. And, you know, going through and reading, okay, that's cool, that's whatever. But I don't think that later people are going to think of this as, oh, my God, this blew my mind. This was the craziest. I mean, first off, we didn't do much more than, you know, introduce the Crimson Dawn. That seems to be the biggest thing here. Mm -hmm. Now, with that, too, the idea that it's the War of the Bounty Hunters and we're spending a lot of time starting up the War of the Huts, odd, right? You end up where Darth Vader shows up, which should elevate everything. And then that kind of gets kind of lowered with the idea of it's just there to get him and Luke to chase each other Mm -hmm. around, which we'll talk about in the second book. But with this Dr. Afra book, it's kind of we said it at the beginning when we first started this War of the Bounty Hunters. I, I don't know. And it's weird. I don't know whether to give it some props for now being its own thing. At one point, it was just recap. A book with it, but it's it doesn't feel big reading this. You know, this Afra book now suddenly doesn't even feel like it's even connected to any sort of war of the bounty hunters. It's like, okay, well that's got it's a diversion for them. Yep. And it just doesn't feel as big, but 
it's getting back to that idea that if you're only reading Afra, you can. I mean, you could read this, I think, through and be like, okay, still read my Afra, my one Star Wars book, kind of odd, but I'll go with that. <laughs> and here we go. And and you so absolutely could, yeah. with that, yeah. at the end, I'm just worried that everybody's going to think it like. Say next summer we have a, another event. Are you going to be as pumped right away? Like, oh my god, we're going to do that? No, I'm because like, this one we were pumped about. Yeah, but now we're a remind people of that because <laughs> you know. And again, I don't feel like this has been a huge like. Oh my god, this no. isn't worth reading. It's just, it's just your deal reading the books. It's, like I said, it's more like a reading order than an yeah. event to me. Interconnected issues. That's about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Big crossover. And are, are, who are these bounty hunters that are warring? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is the, you know, the smallest war. We, what, what is this? I mean, seriously, where there's not even that many bounty hunters involved. Oh, and it seemed like when, when you see that, terms. You, yeah, when you get to the checklist at the end, also, I don't know. When I sit there and see it and I realize in October, like the last book we have is that IG-88. It, I swear to God, I'll write that one shot right now. IG-88 shows up and says, <laughs> Where the hell is everybody? The end. <laughs> it's one page. I'm coming in. Boom. Done. Because what? what's going on? <laughs> and we yeah. get, you know, Boosh this month, also done by Alyssa Wong, uh, I'll point out, that does the Afra stuff. But looking at the list again, where you're going through this Afra, and, and, you know, we'll go on with Darth Vader, you know, Star Wars and whatever, and then you realize th- these are the penultimate issues of all of these. Just doesn't feel like we've really done much, though. We have been doing this forever, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, okay. And it's, 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 the checklist is kind of pitiful now because it's just one one row of titles. But, and But that's where, like, after I get done and I get to it, it almost feels like like this Afra book, it's okay. It's it's not surprising. I, I think that I pretty much, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we did our books and we had Afra, I, I said, you know, I think that they're just going to get into the cell you're going to find out that Just Lucky and Ariel are just right there. I don't know where. And then they're just going to break out using that mentor. I mean, I'm, I'm not a smart fella. And, and that's <laughs> that's what you get. And you get, I don't know, the, the idea too is, I, I again, because I think at the one point I said, I want to get into the book and, and grab Afra and say, just get the hell out of here. Like, even in here, she's like, I got to get that necklace. Like, she is so into that. Uh, but with that, you True. end up having a big Dr. Afra number 14. Uh, it is called the War of the Bounty Hunters Repeat Defenders, I think, maybe, or Offenders. Offenders. Yeah, it's weird. I thought it said Defenders at one point. I'm like, that's pretty clever. Uh, repeat Offenders, that's just kind of lame. But rogue <laughs> archaeologist Dr. Afra and smuggler Son of Staros are working for Domina Tag. The job infiltrate the most dangerous place in the galaxy, an auction hosted by resurgent crime syndicate Crimson Dawn. But it wasn't easy to, as expected. Afra and Son have landed themselves in the brig of the Vermilion. Good luck getting out of there. So when you go with that, remember, it was the idea that the, the cousin of, you know, the Domina Tag, my cousin, was, oh, he's up to no good. He's always a jerk, whatever. See what he was up to. See mm-hmm. what's going on. Already, you can check out of here and just say, that was a crap show. I don't want to curse. Like, you know, Crimson Dawn's back. Watch out for them. And that's why Afro's like, oh, we'll get this information. And Domina, I don't know why you have to make Domina Tag like you or dislike you anymore. Just do the job. Just get there and say, Crimson Dawn is back. And this thing went to hell. You had the huts. Darth Vader showed up. All people, all this stuff going on. 
and then just see what you have to do next. They're they're really going with this idea of like, oh, I got to get this. It's going to help me. I'm going to go. But that doesn't need to be done and no. you get thrown in the brig. But it's written by Alyssa Wong, arts by Federico Sabatini. And it's, it's a very anime manga style, very cartoony, which yeah. I did like until one point. There was a, a <laughs> point that went over the top. But Color Up by Rachel Rosenberg and Letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And yeah, they're they're in jail and they're talking about it. Remember, it's funny too because it's it's so many of the things that we did say. Remember, we're like, how are they gonna break out? Look at this thing. There's all these robots and stuff. And they actually say that, we're like, oh my God, we're we're in hot water here. What are we gonna do? Seemingly then just walking what this is the prison, but it almost like they're going out to the yard. They're gonna start pumping iron, and also I'm I'm surprised that you know Sana's like, I'll take down the biggest guy and then we'll rule this place. <laughs> there's you know a bunch and you look if you look from there's a bunch of other people in there i would think this being the crimson dawn deal also with maybe it would have been, would it have been a cool deal to then see all those bounty hunters that were waiting for that they're actually down here that when they showed up that was crimson dawn's plan to get rid of them but that's not the but case who would even be in a brig on a ship ig88 is what yeah, i that, say that, like that's the only one because we just had I could even go as connection where, you know, there's, you know, all the others, you know, you could, I know that Forlom and Zuckus, they're doing their thing, kind of repairing each other and whatnot. Um, but you can, yeah. you know, poor Dengar, we're going to find out later that he ends up pretty much like the, the beginning of Elf when, you know, you end <laughs> up having uh, Will Ferrell just get on a piece of ice, cut himself Sweet. off and go to New York City. I think at the end of the, the next issue, Dengar's off to New York City. To become elf, but you know, have some. <laughs> even if coffee. it's not anybody we recognize so much, but you know that the bounty hunters have been rounded up. Oh my God, this was Crimson Dawn's other side plan. But no, basically you just walk two steps, and oh my God, there's just Lucky and Ariel. You, you, you. I mean, where's Spider Man pointing at himself? And then you end up Sana. Who are they? Ah, oh, just somebody who's always stabbed me in the back. Now. I said that I liked the art enough for the cartoon. Were there points when you got like confused with the progression of who was who? Not who was who, but who was with who? Yes. Because at one point I thought that Afra and Sana went off and Just Lucky and then Ariel went off. But then you see that Sana's with Ariel and I am just like, I'm losing track. There's of what's a lot going of stuff on. where they don't show the heads. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird. Too zoomed in. With that, you also get like, oh, we got to figure out and, you know. Afra is badass. She'll go over to the thing. Boop, boop, boop. I can hack into this. No problem. Whatever. It's weird that when they got thrown into this brig that none of their equipment was taken from them either. I mean, mm-hmm. even just like helmets and things like that. But she's like, I'll do that. And that's where you get, you know, the mentor where you have Cray. Uh, is that his name say, the hey, entire time? What's Cray? that? Now, was that he had his a name? different. See, they weren't naming him as much. And when I went back and we talked about it, I think I was using his last name. Yeah, I, know, and, I don't remember Cray. Yeah, yeah, but, I didn't either. I, it kind of threw me off. And with that, an art change, you can almost like, is that the same guy? It mm-hmm. is, but you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, he looked like now he was from what Planet of the Apes before. Yeah, now he, he looks a little different. Bright eyes. <laughs> you end up where don't do that. Now again, this is weird because you do have them with these robots, but I mean, what? Who made you boss here, the Crimson Dawn? You're just a guy. <laughs> Who's trying to join up and trying to convince? Yeah, all of a sudden he's Lucky. an enforcer and the the. Yeah, why the, would the they brig? let him already 
be the one that's in control of these two kids that he's you know what i mean i know that he's trying to convince them to join but i would have thought there'd be something a little different but he's there hey you know you're gonna join now you see that just lucky again leading into this is that idea of uh oh this just lucky hey sonny he's the guy who stabs me in the back all the time and we've had these deals well you see that it's played off that this is going to put a wedge between just lucky and ariel Mm-hmm. But why? Because, number one, it, wouldn't you just agree to anything to get out of the cell? I mean, wh- why wouldn't they have talked before this? They're thrown in the cell. If you don't join Crimson Dawn, you're going to stay here. We're going to kill you, whatnot. Why didn't just Lucky say to Ariel, like, this is the plan. We agree. And then the first chance that we get, we get the hell out of here. Yeah, You know, that's course. better. But they're like, nobody said anything. So you end up having Ariel's like, you can kill your boss. She can do that. No, no, no. We're still thinking over them. You kind of get a plan together, guys. <laughs> just agree with them and get out of there. Right? Just yeah. say, listen. And then just, screw them over later. Yeah, let's agree. We'll, we'll get out of there. Also, mm-hmm. we said, didn't we say the last time? Crimson Dawn's a big deal. I mean, what are these guys, you know, you work for Spider Lady or you work for the Crimson Dawn? That's an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not many people like, hey, listen, I know you've been working hard at the job. We want to give you an advance, even like a headhunter deal. Like somebody calls you up, hey, I know you work at that place for $20,000 a year. We're going to give you uh, $500,000 a year, uh, a corporate. No way. I have my honor and loyalty. Like, really? They, they're bad guys. And the spider so, lady's going to eat them eventually. Yeah. Really? You're going to be lunch. Huh? <laughs> or if you're on the intermittent fasting, you'll be first meal, maybe. That's what we're doing at our house. You end up where. He's like, okay, well, you better say yes next time and walks away. It's a weird progression of this because then you get the idea where there's some. Why, why didn't Afra just start attacking right now just so they would just, oh, my God, open it up. But she's like, all right, yes, we're going to have to pretend fight. I mean, is there more of a, a trope or a cliche of a prison scene where you went, where you pretend that you're fighting? Each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, legitimately, Crimson Dawn. Now I know that that's why you have, you know, this guy being the guy. Cray is the guy there. It seems weird, but you you have to have a connection because I'm telling you, if me and you are in this prison with Afra and Sana, and like, oh my, she's gonna kill Doctor Matt. You're Doctor Matt. <laughs> Boom. Gets it. these guards are gonna be like, all right, I'm betting on the big guy. Yeah, like, let them beat each other up. Yeah, Who they're cares? not gonna do anything. No. This is almost like what what. You're actually beating yourselves up for us? All right. That seems to be some time. But you have to have that connection where, again, I'd love it if 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 Cray, we find out, is such a sexist. He comes back and he's like, what? You're being beat up by a bunch of girls? I ain't going to hire you. I'm out of here. But no, he, he ends up like, oh, no, we have to stop. And you even have where Willy Wonka-esque Sana seems. I read it like. Oh no, she's killing him. Mm-hmm. Please won't somebody help. Yeah, real sarcastic. Right? And, and yeah. then the oh my god. I, I don't know where she's from, but they have a real odd way of, of portraying, you know, anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you end up he goes and they beat the crap out of him. And you end up where again the progression, you can see what happens. It's not great. I mean, you don't need a panel where you see close up a robot foot almost hitting, you know, Afra. Because then you kind of get the uh, Afra goes behind with a distraction from Sana. You end up Ariel attacks Cray. So that's showing again that he's not down with him. Mm-hmm. But 
you end up where and i think that what happens going forward is possibly that ariel's like screw this i'm going back to spider lady and you end up having just lucky maybe hopefully st- I-, I need to- him to just go off with afra so that we can we don't have to jump around but uh you know, we're not House of Pain here. We don't need to jump around. You end up, though, with, um, the you know, maybe funny. him joining Cray and going, though Cray might be dead by the end of this. We're not sure, but he looks yeah, we dead, don't know. right? The, the, Chewbacca survived enough. Maybe Cray can. He's a big dude. Uh, but you end up where there's, you know, Afra, and you start throwing things. I hate when these things start happening where all of a sudden the robots and kind of the robots that took them down in the first place, they're able to distract very easily Afra just rips yeah, the head open. Now they're rips up the, Yeah, rips up the wiring and rewires, saying these are these bucket of bolts are so old that they are obsolete. Also, then, you know, maybe showing the Crimson Dawn as they're rising up again, they do have to deal almost like the rebellion and stuff. You have to deal with old stuff, but it does lessen, in my mind, the Crimson Dawn kind of. Uh, but you end up. Oh, these are easy to rewire. I mean, rewiring to me is not ripping wires apart. And then kind of just shoving them back together. Like, that's all she does. No, it would like, take her a couple months to Yeah, do we're good to go. Like, where's her soldering? I, I, I don't <laughs> even know if that would I don't know about rewiring. You know, like, I all I know is you would have those little, like, union clips, right? And those are yeah. a pain in the ass. I've tried to do that at points. I ended up electrocuting myself. So you end up where she's like, good to go. All right. And you end up having Cray showing that, oh, look at him again. He's not real loyal to Ariel or, you know, just lucky because he's going to use Ariel as a human shield. You can't shoot me unless you shoot them. Now, he's not counting on. And luckily, Alyssa Wong does say it like, I don't even know this guy. I just met him. I'm I'm just going to shoot him. And then you get this like weird deal. You'd shoot him to get to me. hundred percent. I don't even know who he is. It's no skin off my back. Mm -hmm. Ow. Because it seems like he presses on his and then you end up just having pensive looking, <laughs> pensive looking sauna. And then the, you know, the, the thing, the robot, which does have, you know, the repulsor deal, like an Iron Man. You think does that end was up sauna shooting. in the top right? Yeah. 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 No, that's I, I, no, that's just lucky. I'm saying this, <laughs> this stuff is all over. Even then he's like, huh, Cray, well, no one lets Afro do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And gets blasted, but at the last second. Luckily, Ariel gets away, but then, I mean, anybody who's laying on the ground... He's dead. ...smoking like that has to be dead. Afra is already smiles. She has <laughs> just killed a man. Smile. That's why I don't... I, I know that's a bad guy, but is he? We said earlier, all this guy wants is his two guys there to join up with him with the Crimson Dawn. He's not necessarily evil. He's mm-hmm. just on their level. I mean, nothing bad or good. Yeah, and it happens all the time. You get a new job. You try to bring some people you yeah, like from the old he, job he with thinks, you. I mean, this is the Crimson Dawn. The word getting out in the galaxy is, holy crap, they're back and you're allowed to join? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm telling you, in the Star Wars universe, don't ever try to help out friends. It always ends up bad. I mean, look at Han. Holy moly. You end <laughs> up where they end up like, okay, Afra's like, what? I mean, the, the stench of the, the body right here, just burning flesh. Whew, I got the codes. I got the codes to go and get, you know, the necklace again. <laughs> They're all like, all right. With that, too, how can you leave this Cray? They go, Cray, come on, Ariel. We got to get out of here. I know you have to get out of there. But, geez, to have that as the big feels moment is just we got to get out of here and leaving the smoking body behind. <laughs> Whew, 
they go and start running. The door that they have to get into to get that necklace later is just open. All these things that seem like traps, not traps. They end up getting into an armory. They even say, hey, I don't really know the lay of the land, but there's a lot of armories on the way. All right. Open First it up. They you check to, yeah, you have to get them some weapons. I, I don't, it, it, you know, I guess it makes sense. You'd have all these weapons here, but that's where you go full out anime. You end up where everybody yells, hell yeah. And, you know, you have stars as eyes for Afra. Mm-hmm. It's a little over the top. It really is. I don't mind it. I, I like manga and anime. It, it, it kind of threw me off yeah, here. Especially, Star Wars comic. Yeah, especially the idea here is the down the line. Hell yeah, Ariel. Okay, right? Yeah. Sana. Yeah, she's going to grab a gun. You end up just lucky. All right. You get Afra to me is not one that would just be that enamored with just finding guns. No. If she opened it up and there were computer chips and terminals, or now relics we're talking, or artifacts. Right? Now we're yeah. talking with stuff. But mm-hmm. they end up, and again, you see Ariel, you, you're not going to be long for this world, buddy. You're bringing knives into a phaser battle, it <laughs> yeah. looks like. But he's all impressed with that. Really? That's what you grabbed out of all that stuff? And, you know, they're going off, and that's even the deal where Afra's going and barely even looks like she has anything. She's got some, you know... Mines, landmines, or grenades, or stuff. But you know, why did you get that excited? Um, yeah, you're going off and you get to this room. They fight some people off. It's very quick with this. That's where you see that Afra has the remote, you know, explosives that you would think that she, you know, that she grabs so she's going to use. But they're just taking down robots, going back to try to they're find the necklace again. This is like trying to think of like a movie. Where it would be. Here's the deal. This is hey. Let's go get Princess Leia off the Death Star. We'll keep it Star Wars ass. They go. They end up seeing Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader. That gives them a distraction to get the hell out. And then somehow C-3PO goes, oh, my God, I forgot my communication device back in that room. I got to go back and get get the hell out of here. You know, <laughs> cut your losses. You're, you're doubling back to get this necklace again. That got you in a cell. And you have no clue where it is. No. So they end up, they do go where, like, hey, we'll just go back to that museum thing again. Oh, the door's open? Okay. There's Kira in there. The worst person that you're going to run into here. And she's got the necklace and says, oh, my God, I got this necklace recovered from one of the interlopers. Hey, make sure that it's here. Why doesn't she just go, I got to go take care of the Darth Vader's and say, why doesn't she just... Keep it on her. Yeah, or wear Why it, it or just put, put it in her pocket. Yeah. yeah, put it on. I mean, this, this is something that's case. so big. Or have somebody hold it. But now she she puts it in the display case in a way that it's like, that's what you're wasting time with at this moment? Like, that's what you're doing here? And so she puts it away. They leave. All right, they're gone. Let's grab this. I mean, first off, you're already going to set off alarms if you do. But it's Destic. Like, really? Like, this How many is issues have ended with Destic at the end? All of them, I think. Yeah. That's, I'm changing Destic <laughs> name. Other name, Cliffhanger. We're just yeah, going to call her. It's a cool name. I'll go with it. But yeah, you're like, you again? Are you going to exactly you again. your friends? I only, like, this is where I think things might get wonky. This is just me, you know, thinking of what might happen. The only, I mean, Destic, I, we love Afra, right? You love mm-hmm. Sana. Right. And Ariel and just like, yeah, I, yeah. I like just like we, we don't know too much about uh, Ariel anyway. Um, but with that, Death Stick will kill all of these. They will be dead in two seconds. It's it almost seems like it's going to come down to this idea where just lucky says 
hey, leave them go, we'll join you. As if they are the be-all, end-all of anybody in the universe. Like the idea of, hey, we'll jo- oh, you're going to join, okay. Oh, that changes like, everything. Why are yeah. they so into, if the word got back, you know, Cray goes back and says, and I don't even know if Cray in this position what, would have like right up to Kira. Can he just go right up to Kira and Probably start not. talking to her? Probably not. Probably goes through maybe death stick. Or something like that. But, I mean, I can't see anything like, oh, you know, I'm trying to get this Just Lucky and Ariel. You know, they're, they're a tough nut to crack. What, why are we wasting time with these two? Just kill them then and go find somebody else. Like, even the idea of Cray being that impressive to them, I don't think that's the case. I don't, I don't think that the Crimson Dawn is having any sort of crisis of uh you know human resources they're not remember the last issue we read there was like a million of them the the pr is is built in crimson dawn's back yeah i want to join that like you don't even have to work at it right i mean this is the idea of why you don't really have to have i mean it would be weird you don't have to advertise as a drug dealer per se on the normal methods i mean you have a built-in deal everybody's coming to you you, you more have to worry about the other ones, you know, you know, territories and stuff, which goes with like the bounty hunting and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's all building advertisement. Everybody, I mean, here's the joke: they're they're dying to get in. I mean, Cray, he ended up, but uh, I, it just it seems too big in, in a book like Afra Sana and just like it, they're they're too small in their own book. I mean, when you have these things going on, I mean, Destek really is. It, should we? Should we change her name? Because she's really not doing much, right? She always yeah. ends up, uh, you know, threatening people and then leaving. She's cliffhanger or also like shallow threat. That That's her new name. She doesn't like that. Like, hey, shallow threat. Go and take care of them. Don't do your job right. You have one job. That's her new name. too. But yeah. What's she doing? Hanging out in the rafters up there? Just she's watching? always doing that. She's like Batman. <laughs> The funniest thing at DC is when you read, especially in old comics, I love when they're having a Justice League meeting and they're like, oh, man, uh, we just went through the meeting and we're voting. But Batman wasn't there to vote. And you just have Batman from the Raptors go, I, (laughs) he votes yes. (laughs) What are you doing up there, you weirdo? There you go. And did you think that we were going to be dealing with this necklace like two months later? Again, I like the idea that it does. It, it's its own thing in this book, but it's too much. Get out of there. It was in the main bounty hunters too. Yeah, you don't need. And then it. wouldn't it been re- wouldn't it have been reported stolen? Well, here's the thing though: the lady who it was stolen she from, dead? she's dead. Because remember these things. <laughs> there, it, it's funny. It's not just the value. You have that Star Wars deal. Remember, Afrit versus wanting that necklace because those crystals are also used in hacking, and the amount and the the you They're know like the purity of were the best ever. This yeah. would. But then you found out the last issue, I guess it was, when you find out that it also has all that inside spy info mm-hmm. about the Crimson Dawn. So that's like I think that while you're writing this, Alyssa Wong has to keep adding something to this necklace to make it more important and tie into the deal. It doesn't feel as natural, you know, at the beginning, because really at this point, if we were just going to get hacking crystals, somebody would have slapped, you know, Sana would have slapped after and said, let's get the hell out of here. We'll, we'll go get some crystals later. Then it's the info. And remember, the spy info then was what then Afra says, oh, my God, Domina Tech, she'll love this info because it's the inside info. Yep. What, what would that lady have known? That lady almost came off as like like a Paris Hilton. Yeah, it was just there yeah. at the party. She wanted to be seen. She had a robot protector going around. That takes the place of the little chihuahua. You have it all. 
And then, you know, just walking around doing spy work. It, the whole thing is actually find out. It's Dear Diary. Crimson Dawn are back. That Kira, pretty cool. That's it. That's the yeah. whole info. It goes back to Dominic Taggins. Like, really? This is it? Or maybe it's like, it's something that you need to upload to the space Instagram and they'll get all the hits, right? And I don't know. Overall, though, I actually <laughs> got, I like the art. I thought it was kind of like neat little deal. It, it, it threw me off, though. Uh, how cartoony it was I did get Like I'm not going to say that I'm giving it great Score because of the art because I did even As we were talking somehow didn't Recognize that, that it was just Lucky even though I mean Son of Stars Pretty much has an afro But it's it still it just kind of throw me Um no. but with that I'm I'm going to go 6 out of 10 I'm giving It some props again like I said at the beginning That it's its own thing instead of Now and and with that Though don't you see like we're on The end game of escape pattern of you know what's our escape plan out of this and what will be important going on in the the whole run of afra itself so yeah. you're setting that up but as a war of the bounty hunters deal you don't have to read this you really don't if you were you know some people collect all the things but then there's others hey i'll read everything now or or whatnot uh if you are strapped for cash you can you can skip this completely if you're not reading afra down the road uh what would you give it Six out of ten as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's again, it's it's not bad. It's just not big. And and this that's kind of the whole thing. We're gonna go to the next one. Again, I, I just now and it, it is a weird deal. Wherever you have a you know, a mini series, and this is, you know, the main book, The War of the Bounty Hunters, it's it's four of five. So we're gonna be ending it. And so this is just pretty much, eh, let's get people into place. Let's remind everybody what's important before we get into the last issue. But with that, you're getting things in the place that I really didn't expect or want from the War of the Bounty Hunters, like the War of the Huts. And it just ends up so small now with one issue left of Darth Vader's going to slice up Carbonite Han. Luke calls and says, I ain't facing you. Come and catch me, you jerk. It's almost like Luke almost says, last one in the pool is a rotten egg. And Darth Vader, he can't have that. Darth Vader ain't no rotten egg. He goes running no. off. But even in that Leia's setting up a plan, which, oh my God, like you're gonna you're gonna get killed. <laughs> like you're gonna die. But oh my God, you're you're stepping up. Before the, the lack of a plan threw me off at the beginning. We just and you could go with, oh my God, she's out of her mind. She's gotta save Han. This idea of I'm just gonna run over to Vader, you guys distract all these things, we'll grab Han. Like, you're not gonna live through this, Leia. Uh, she's thinking that Darth Vader will see her and that that is, you know, the rebel deal. She, she, he has to get her alive, whatever. But mm-hmm. with all of that, you just end up kind of meandering again. Now, again, with this, do we get, and I'm asking you right now, okay. do we get at the end of this? Is your prediction at the end of issue five? We talked about this before we recorded. At the end of issue number five, do you have, you know, Boba show up at Jabba's palace? Mm-hmm. And they get Han and Carbonite and boom and put them up against the wall, put the curtain there. and you know, yeah. Because there's a lot. Like, it doesn't seem like we're close to that, right? And, I'm sure that's how think it ends. But do you think that's how it ends? Yeah. Because if we do, and I told you, and this is going to go with the story, and I'll get to the credits in a minute in the crawl. But the, the, with that, the minute, in my mind, that Han gets put on that wall in Jabba's palace, you have now set a timer on how long the rest of these books can last. You're doing this between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. 
you put Hunt now, the, the timer is on. Now, with that, there's there's actually, and I'm saying legitimately, there's been two main times where they have said how long Han was in Carbonite itself, but also in Jabba's Palace. And back in the day, I've told this story a bunch of times, but back in the day, the Return of the Jedi did not hit my hometown of Quakertown. <laughs> they never had it. It's something that drove me nuts then. And then when they even came back with the re-releases, still didn't have, and that drove Eric nuts. They never had, like Quakertown is, is against Return of the Jedi. But when I was a kid, everybody <laughs> had to see it, right? Yeah. The thing is, you could see it. I'm not out in the boonies or anything. There's like 15 minutes, every sort of direction. You can go. And there's big movie theaters where I live outside of Philadelphia. There's big movie theaters in Allentown. And then there was the other one that a lot of the people was in Montgomeryville near our house. These are both each way, like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. So everybody saw the movie because their mom or dad or brother or whatever went to see it. My dad was not going to take me anywhere. And that's the thing, too. When I was thinking about why didn't I go with any of my friends? But because you had to drive, I think that a lot of these and Star Wars was huge. It was a point where a lot of like families were going to see it. I think that was the case. Like everybody went with their family. Since you have to drive, they just said, eh, screw it. We'll watch it with you. You're telling me your dad wouldn't drive 15 minutes no, to the movie theater? No, because the thing was, I wow. remember him getting upset. Basically, well, what the hell am I going to do then? Because he didn't, he didn't want to like drive the Star back. Wars, right? He didn't want to He didn't care. He liked the Star Trek. What a jerk. <laughs> but to my dad, now, this is the thing, because I've talked about my dad. He'd say this way. You have to drive 15 minutes, right? He's not going to wait two hours then. He's so not going to watch it with you? No, no. So he's going to drive back home. Then he's got to drive. This is too much money and gas. It was all money. Like 25 also, cents? Yeah, yeah. And also, it was, well, my dad was one of those assholes, you know, part of my French. But he would drive 50 miles to get one cent off of gas. And yeah. then even at the, then, I'd, are you crazy? He just needed to get a bargain. But he also, I, I think at that point, I wouldn't have had money. To, like, he would have had to give me the money to go as well. Mm-hmm. So I was screwed. And I, you, I think in my mind, you know what he said? Wait till it's on TV. At that, that point, three years later, years, and years. Edited, they edited the crap out of it too. Yeah, so I ended up where everybody's talking, and uh, you know, you had a funny thing in, in The Simpsons that was pretty much the best, the best way to show how it was. The idea where everybody went and saw Itchy and Scratchy, and they're all talking about it on the playground. And Bart says, who wasn't allowed to go see it because you know Homer wouldn't let him because he's going to be a justice Supreme Court. Well, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. But he says to Nelson, or Hey, you guys must be pretty sick of seeing that movie, huh? Because they're like, again, I saw it 30 times. This was legit. I mean, people who are older, even people have heard, but legit. That was cred. My one friend. Now, you could lie, but my one friend, Joe, the biggest Star Wars fan I went, I remember like his deal was he had gone to the theater to see uh, Star Wars New Hope. Now, he went and saw that over 40 times. And legit, I believed him because his mom would give him anything he wanted. So. And then it was like Empire, same deal. Return of the Jedi was tough because you had to go. But even at that point, I saw it 20 times already. I hadn't seen it. So I ended up going and going, I, I forget what story, but I got the novelization and I read it. Now I was a big reader then, so I'm reading it. The problem is when you're, you're playing this game, it's the devil's hand. You can't lead the conversation. You got to, no. you know, because you get the, the beats, right? It, but. Yep. I started, I don't know, I was a jerk at this. was a life lesson. I'm like, hey, how about them Crimson Guard? How about that Imperial Guard? I'm like going on and on. 
they weren't really spelled out that much in the movie. So and, you mean there's red guys? Yeah, and that's the pro- <laughs> How do you know? What are you talking about? And that was my problem. When you have a novelization, obviously you have to give people names that wouldn't even be said in the movie. The things like, oh, no, I, yeah. I knew too much of the book, not the movie. I almost got called out on it. I think I, I ended up like it was like one of those where you have to cause a distraction because this guy's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't in the movie. Might have kicked him in the balls. I don't yep. know. I probably went, hey, to. look at this guy. <laughs> and started fighting him. I don't remember. <laughs> but the problem is with that, now it pays off. It pays off finally because in the novelization finally. it said six months. It said that he was <laughs> there for six months. All that just to tell you that that said. Later on the Expanded Universe, uh, some people point out that it ended up saying a year. So we'll go with the idea. You, the Expanded Universe is now being recreated, whatnot. Also, they can do anything. So if they really want to extend things, they can say, well, it was two years or, you know, maybe an in, you know, hey, it was a while. Some play with that. But the weird thing is, is if you end up going with this and they say, well, you have to keep going. What makes it that Leia, Chewbacca, Luke aren't right there? Jabba's palace is not a hidden deal. And everybody knows that Jabba already won the thing and that Boba Fett originally was supposed to take this is all known so if Han gets taken people are going to know right away that he's in Jabba's palace you start getting the plan where Mm -hmm. you got to get Lando in in the guard he's going to work his way in there but there's just so many people including Darth Vader who would be like you know basically Han getting taken from Vader now to me is a very personal attack and something that Vader would not let go they say that oh he doesn't really care about Han himself. He's not going to hurt him because this is no, this is something that really is starting to kind of get in the back of my mind of either, you know, what are we going to do if we have a time limit? What do these books just end? Do we then Maybe, have yeah. a time jump till after? And we start that because that'd be cool. Uh, but what do you do with that? Because you, you are in the setting up a timer. That's just the deal. They're going to have probably... to have something that they spell out where you can't come into the, uh, to the, the palace to try to get them. Yeah, it's weird. Like the idea, like with Leia and stuff. Now, again, I can make up things in my mind that I think make sense too. There are, they're on the run. Maybe they can't get to it. But to me, it'll get to the point if it's that long. You'll start like, Leia, geez, what are you doing? If you have a, a down issue, like an issue where it's like a cool down, like, I mean, why aren't you go like, it, it'll just get to me. But you can make it work with the it idea has- that they're on the run and all that. But how does that stop Darth? You know, I think, how- I think Darth will be stopped by that, um, Jabba hut. Yeah. yeah. Well, and with that, I think that in my mind, that's why I think that maybe, maybe by the end of this, you don't actually get Jabba fully getting you end up having boba fett go off and now he has to lay low while there's that you know boku is fighting jabba in this war of the bounty hunters i'm not yeah. sure we'll see we'll find out they'll, they'll tie it up they have yeah to. yeah we'll see how how it goes and maybe it'll just set up more books and whatnot but this is war of the bounty hunters number four and the crawlers after the carbonite frozen on solo was delivered to crimson dawn their leader kira fought darth vader for ownership of solo now the current owner Vader threatens to destroy soul of Luke Skywalker does not meet with them. And we get that little recap. You know, you better come down here, Luke. I'm going to slice up Han. No, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry, Leia. I can't face him right now. Don't have the force in my ear. The Obi-Wan is not talking to me. What am I going to do? <laughs> but he says, you know, hey, Darth, last one out in space, the rotten egg. You suck and leaves and says he'll follow me. 
And he does. He, he just goes. Now, with that, Leia at that point had that plan. We're going to go. We're going to attack. We're going to do all this. I like the idea that Lando goes. Now, wait a minute. We just saw Vader take on Kira, one of the best hand-to-hand fighters I have ever seen in damn near killed her. What chance do you think you two have? And then says Han would not want. It's kind of, I don't know. It seems sexist a bit, though, this line. But it, it kind of does feel like Lando. Han Solo, I know, wouldn't want his best friend and the woman he loves to die for nothing. And I wanted Chewbacca to go, and he's like, no, no, I wasn't talking about you, Chewie. I'm his best friend. Then they just start (laughs) fighting. In the meantime, Chewie at this point has got to be in shock from being burnt to a crisp and is probably not thinking right. I mean, at this point, I think Chewie just needs to get to a hospital is what he needs. He 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 looks perfectly fine to me. Oh, yeah, he looks fine. (laughs) <laughs> you get the force deal in a little bit of that he isn't, but he's just tough. But yeah, even at the point where you have, you almost have an Afro type deal too. And because Leia says, listen, Vader won't kill Han. He's too valuable a rebel target, but he doesn't really care about him. He's luring in. Um, but I know Darth Vader wants something and he wants me. And you end up seeing Darth Vader looking. Unfortunately, it's, you know, he has a mask on, so he's just there. Still, I don't know. Looks a little sad. And then Leia's like looking like, like squinting her eyes, like is he is he looking at me right now? But they they don't seemingly. It's not that I, I don't know. Is this the first part where Darth senses the idea? Yeah. Do they have a connection? Yet? You know I what I mean? Know. Because yeah. later it's you know I'll go and get somebody else, a sister. You know. Mm-hmm. That, oh my God. Uh, is that what he is kind of sensing at this point? I don't know. But he doesn't seem that concerned because then he just like, hey, General uh, Rom- Romadi. Yeah, get Solo on the Star Destroyer. We're getting the hell out of here. I'm going to go follow Luke. I'm going to go chase Luke. But you got this. Now, with that, I, I see some stormtroopers and stuff. And it looks like, again, this huge palace deal, this huge the conference room they're in, never felt full. You never saw that many people. And like now it just looks like a couple stormtroopers, a couple Imperial soldiers, and, and freaking the huts. And mm-hmm. then Darth's just like, yeah, hey, load this up. It, it's Everybody basically ran out like, of there. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. When I the guess they, they all did. But I mean, you have Han. <laughs> it's just so weird. But yeah, at one point, Leia thinks that they're just going to run and grab the Carbonite Han and run, but that's not going to happen. Now, in no, that, you, no you start getting the huts, you know, arguing as you see stormtroopers going. Now, again, though, at this point, I see four stormtroopers, and there's Leia, Lando. And Chewbacca, I think they could take them. I mean, just wait till they point, get yeah. somewhere. Go down once and take Darth them. Once Darth is gone. Yeah. One day, there's only four stormtroopers there, one in each deal. It's like a funeral. You end up where, just get them, but they don't. And uh, you end up, Boku is pissed. You know, you're letting Darth Vader. I like the idea. You're letting Darth Vader take on Solo. I mean, this is redundant. It's Darth Vader. And Jeff, now with that, this art, I kind of got confused between things. It seemed that they keep switching places. In the deal, but yeah. you know what I mean? Java like at one point you end up yeah. having Boku not next to anybody, but then he is, and then he isn't, then Jabba's in the spot where Boku was, but you end up Boku like we have seen. He's like, you're making us all look foolish. You're a jerk, Jabba. You're just going to let that happen. And Jabba, he's the smart hut. Maybe even the sexy one. I don't know. You know? <laughs> uh, but he says, no, no, no. This is just one little thing. I mean, really... I think basically he's like, screw Han Solo and Carbon. I just wanted that. You know, that was the thing. It was going to be in my little. I mean, look what he does with him. He just hangs him on the wall. He says there's more 
to this. We need to maintain our deal with the empire. The empire is the big deal. And so what this is happening to is you're starting to go with this overall plot. Boku thinks that it's, you know, oh, the huts look stupid. While Kira thinks that she has really played this up, that her plan was to announce the Crimson Dawn's back and show that they're kick-ass. And she fought Darth Vader to a draw pretty much. So, yeah, she did show that. So everybody's all about how they come out of this and, you know, their props and how they look and stuff like that. You know, who's getting more likes on the Instagrams and stuff. So that's all it is. And, uh, yeah, you go and, again, you're leading into what seems to be coming up, like, like I said, the War of the Huts. You know, the battle for the huts. I, I just, I don't know about you, but I kind of think Jabba wins. That's just me. I, I, <laughs> I kind of have like the soothsaying, you know, yeah, deal. The other guys, yeah, not so it's much. Just a, and, and they play it up pretty good. Like the idea, here's the young gun with his six pack abs and he's going to go and do all this stuff. Uh, and he's a jerk. You don't like him. And you kind of, I don't know, do you like Jabba in this anymore? Or you're just like, it's Jabba, right? Yeah. It's not like he's a favorite. Take him but. or leave him. Yeah, but he, you know, <laughs> disgusting. But, yeah, so it, it, and again, now we'll get to the credits. After all that, War of the Bounty Hunters Part 4, it's Attack at Dawn, written by Charles Soule, illustrated by Luke Ross with Dave Messina, uh, colors by Niraj Manon with Guru Effects, and lettered by VC's Travis Lanham. So you're going to go into this, and you're going to start, like I said, you're going to start thinning the herd a bit with who's involved. Dengar, he gets done bad. He gets done dirty, as, as my kids might say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't listen to him, but He's there all this time with Valance. You have this connection going. You have all this stuff. I have actually, I said, I think the last issue, I said the, the unbelievable has happened. I like Dengar. Yeah. I, right? And yeah, they're he, friends now. We like Dengar them. is the Ochi in the Bounty Hunters book. It was a fun thing to see. Uh, with this, Dengar is there. How, how really ridiculous. I mean, if you are really, you're just, distri- Dengar's back to being just the guy that I thought had toilet paper. Wrapped around his head when I saw Empire Strikes Back Because he ends up confronting Boba Fett You end up, and Valance is there eventually But really, Dengar's there, Valance comes And Boba Fett pretty much blasts the thing So that the ice that Dengar's on floats away I said it, it's like Elf The beginning of Elf That's how yep. you go from, you know, the, the North Pole to New York City So I expect him to be in New York City With a few days to thrill or kill and just a little bit because he just goes off in a way that really seems like he's done. Though I think that Valance doubles back at some point and picks him up to make them, oh, hey, hey buddy, let's and go Boba here. wasted his rocket on him, too. I know. So now, again, no more rockets now. Just think of this ending, too. Like, what happens when? Because at some point you think that Dengar's going to try to get to Jabba's palace to free his lady love. You know, so now you're, you're getting everybody targeted towards Jabba's palace but in a way that doesn't seem like it could happen. But And I'm talking about them with Return of the Jedi, though Dengar could just go in and cause a ruckus, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so with this, you have a standoff where Valance, and, and the idea where you just cut the ice to get, you know, Dengar out. Hey, I thought we were friends. Is no. that big fish monster in the water with him? Yeah, yeah oh, he, he could be dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Hopefully he isn't. Uh, like I said, I started to like him. Uh, but <laughs> you go then with Valance versus Boba, in pretty much a talky talky standoff where you know i could kill you but you won't yes i will no i won't you end up where boba says you have a great reputation valance and then valance says you better not screw me like you did in the kind of lash we're going all round circle here with that but 
with all of that, the standoff visually, it doesn't play out as well with the idea that Valance has his, you know, his hand repulsor deal. At points, you see him and he's just there almost like he's trying to levitate him with the force or trying to take, they're playing, you know, red light, green light. It kind of looks goofy for him mm-hmm. not that. I know that his weapon's there in his hand, but I don't know. You you look more badass when you have two guns. It's not as powerful other. a weapon as a gun. Yeah, and it just ends blasters. up not visually. It just doesn't look right yeah, in weird. that one panel. But you end up them teaming up. And it's weird. Like, why couldn't you just, why did you need to get rid of Dengar? He could have come along too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey, no, I, you know, I could use you guys. Dengar, I'm not really impressed yeah. with you. And then Dengar says to Boba, it's a double deal. Almost like going back with, you know, just Lucky and Ariel. I don't know. But the funny thing to me is I was waiting and you even get a call out later, but I was like, hey, we're going to get out of here. You know, well, what, what are we going to do? Because you end up seeing the shuttle with Han. It goes up and basically, hey, if you're trying to get solo, we're going to have to go quick. Now, the big thing is, you know, you end up having balance. Tell Boba, I'm getting him because I'm friends with him. I'm doing mm-hmm. this as a friend thing. I don't care about a bounty. I don't care about that. I need to save my buddy. You know, we, we've been pushing that the whole series, whatnot. But then he's like, we better get going. Oh, my, what do we have? And he's like, oh, we'll, we'll go on my ship. And I swear to God, I needed this idea where he's <laughs> like, we're going to go to our my ship. And then, you know, Valance is like, what? The slave one? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you, yeah. you call it? I thought it? they were going to introduce it's the It's called name. the fire spray. Fire spray? Yeah. No. You call it the slave one. I, I didn't know your ship. It's one. No, no, no. I don't want you saying that. Yep. Like, no. What, what, why? I, and I love this discussion where you'd have Boba like, I'm not allowed to say that anymore. And then Bounce is like, I thought it was like this whole like metaphysical thing of like, you're a slave to the grind. Like, you're a slave to the universe. It's like, yeah, that's what it was. But people are taking it the wrong way. And then they go. <laughs> and then I just need that balance as they get in. Like, fire. That, that's just the name of the, the model. Like, <laughs> that's stupid. But later, <laughs> You specifically call out the kind of the make and model of the Millennium Falcon. But the other one's a custom job. You don't need that. We all know what that is. Why aren't they saying, oh, my God, what's this ship? Oh, it's the fire spray, and I forget the the numbers, whatever. That would be better. Spell out that and kind of show people. Because a lot of people just ended up saying fire spray. They think because, really. I mean, that's the go-to move by Boba anyway. I mean, that guy's shooting fire at anybody at the drop of a hat, but that is the make and model of the ship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people never got past that and didn't know, like the idea that it's called that because of the deal. Yeah, so I thought that that was a missed opportunity to actually spell out that in there instead of saying it's Corellian ship that's been modified. All right. So they go, but in this, you're going to get back and forth. It's very quick. Darth goes off to fight Luke or chase him down. Whatever. So that's kind of out of the deal. This shuttle is going to the executor, the starship with the carbonite Han. It has to be stopped. The minute that they get that, they are out of there. You're never going to get Han again. It's going to be real tough. So you have to stop it. So when you have Leia and Lando and Chewbacca and C-3PO, they're in the Millennium Falcon trying to get this. They end up being able to use Lobot, who's there. Almost like he's Darth Vader hanging in the shadows at one point. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's that? And he's able to interface with the shuttle, shut down its systems. Uh, in the meantime, you get Boba, who ends up using a technical deal with a, you know, a bomb that's dialed back, but it's going to end up taking seismic out, charge. Yeah, it's going to take out the Millennium Falcon's controls, and then says, "Oh, this is cool. We can go get." So this ends up with it ending like, "Okay, 
Boba's going to grab Han. There we go. He's probably going to jettison balance out into the, you know, the Amazon. He's done. Uh, but you end up at the end with the Armada of the Huts, led by Boku. I thought you could play this up a little better to actually like really show it. But yeah, they have a million ships. And where are these millions uh, of ships? It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm like Fully really mobilized, ready to The attack. one looks like the ship from Star Blazers. I, I like that one, uh, just to throw that out there. But <sighs> the other thing is, is that when they get on the Millennium Falcon, you end up where, and this is classic Star Wars, but still it's like, just so Charles will let you know, the Millennium Falcon could do whatever it wants now because now it's fully repaired. Hey, me and Lobot repaired the ship. This is secret. Yeah, while well, you were going, we fixed Hello, it. Hello, Lof. We repaired <laughs> Hello, the ship, Lof. me and the Lobot. Hey, my olfactory <laughs> senses. First off, as a protocol droid, and what goes Why does he? why does he have a sense of smell? There is no reason to give a C-3PO a sense of smell. I think that that would play off bad where you're a protocol droid. You are going to get involved with a lot of weird stuff. and sp- like uh, I, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jabba, where he ends up with Jabba, you can only think that hopefully he can shut that off because Jabba, you know, smells. Oh, he's got that. And, and such just, B.O. When you went in into Return of the Jedi and you end up seeing that dark, crappy palace, you know that that place stinks to high heaven. You even have an open grate that goes down to a rancor pit that has to stink. Holy moly. Also, I want to mention, too, where I wanted Boba Fett to start getting mad himself about the Slave One, thinking the idea that he is pretty much doing a a deal with Jabba the Hutt, who kills people by letting them get eaten by monsters on the reg. (laughs) I mean, Sarlacc pit, rancor. This is what this guy does daily for entertainment. And you're upset because I'm a bounty hunter and called my ship Slave One? I understand that really the big deal is they felt weird selling toys and stuff with us. So I get it. But this universe is not really the nicest but like there's a no. lot of bad crap it's going on so, you know what i mean yeah so <laughs> I, I just would love where boba's like listen i understand you know i don't want to offend people you know me being boba fett a bounty hunter who i go and just track down people and grab them for money but hey i don't want to you know upset people but seriously we got a lot of other problems a lot of problems in this universe i just the only thing is as an in-universe deal you know that you know, during the time of the Star Wars universe, there has to be Reddit and Twitter. There has to be. Who is complaining? <laughs> so with all that going <laughs> on, it's just an aside. C-3PO goes, I smell Wookiee fur. What happened, Chewbacca? At this point, please, we said it was so ridiculous. Don't bring it up again. Charles Sewell is I trying to make happen. this work. In a way that I'd rather have pretended it didn't happen. Like as a little joke, oh man, that's a bug. He should be burnt. You know, he should be in the ICU. No, you can't make it better. You just can't. You have already dug your grave with this. Let's pretend it didn't happen. See, I smell Wookiee for Lando says, oh yeah, he got the crap burned out of him. Boba Fett burnt him to a crisp. But look, see how tough he is? No, it doesn't work. It doesn't (laughs) work. He was on fire. (laughs) Chewbacca I think is pretty tough That's beyond tough That's insane I mean he he is He's a walking burn victim And nothing is always tough All right, It should be in the Bacta tank or whatever Yeah really actually when they came in That would make it better 
have it have a you know Bakta tank in there or some sort of ER where you can say that he's in there for a, you know a, a point in time and do that would work actually hmm. you came up with a script doctoring that I think would really work when they get in Chewbacca's still in shock. He was tough because he ended up being able to at least get there, but they got to help him. Hey, see through. Yeah, once he gets in there, he kind of almost dies. And with that, you know, he gets in the tank and he's bored. And then he could just fill in C three though. We don't have to see him fill him in, but he he can fill in C three PO. What happened? Get him up to speed with all this. Basically, it's like Darth Vader took on. That's what we get. And then C three O goes, "Hello, love. That's not much of a story. That's a little meta." Meta deal there where CP3O says that this war of the bounty hunters wasn't as big as he thought it would be. But then at the end, you end up getting, like I said, yeah, Boku and all the, the hut deal because after Jabba, Jabba should learn too. And he's, he's a big dude. He's the godfather kind of deal, even though we have that older hut that the really looks godfather. like, you know, yeah. Don Curleone. Uh, <laughs> you end up where Jabba shouldn't leave after yelling and screaming about, you know, hey, I'm going to do it my way and leave with. Boku there with all the other people so that he could convince them that he's right. He, he should have said, well, by the way, Boku, you're going back with me. Come on. Let's go. And then just kill him. Because, well, the fact you know, that why not? We, we, only, we know it's Boku just by the eye color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, and it, you would it goes have no with idea. the idea you never insult a hut. And, uh, but with that, it doesn't play out because then you could be like, oh my god, Jabba, he was just playing that he didn't care. <laughs> no, it looks like Boku. Because the eyes continued, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's that that is a stretch to have people. Everybody realized. I'm that sure there are some reviewers that, that are think that's that that's yeah. Uh, no, Java. Yeah, there's some reviewers that I don't know think that this issue took place, you know, probably in Poland. I I don't know. They, they have some <laughs> they have some weird ideas. Some of these reviewers, but uh, with that, I'm going to give this a seven, seven out of ten. It's it, it still continues to deal. I I had some fun talking about it and. Yeah, I want to see how this resolves itself with Boba seemingly being able to, okay, now we have it. We can go and get Han, but then you throw that wrench in that is Boku and the fleet of the huts. Uh, so, yeah, well, and why is it that when I want to see a hut ship somehow, I think that they would be like almost like fat looking ships? I don't want to offend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I need them to kind of resemble the huts themselves. <laughs> I guess that doesn't I make sense. But for some reason, I'm looking those- at them. Those barges, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these things are. You know, Those are some bad, bad ships. I don't so like them. There's so many, though, and they're all just like there. So they look we'll like see. insectoid ships or something. Like now, with know. that, you could also have a weird play where it looks like you know, almost like a New Hope deal, where you know, some other bounty hunters show up and like, Yahoo, Boba, get hunted. Let's get the hell out of here. Like, so I don't know. I don't know how you get rid of all these ships. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I would believe. In my mind, that the executor, the star destroyer, which has a lot of little, they they would take this as an attack. It's got little baby star time. destroyers around. Yeah, it. I mean the, the that show, and I like that perspective. It shows, you know, the executor is humongous. <laughs> there's also and also that means there's seven trillion Tie Fighters just waiting to go. We saw already if if you kind of went too close or what, you know, they're gonna just blast you. So that might be the deal. You might just have this, you know, Boku. He probably survives. He probably they probably pull a, a Darth Vader. His ship gets hit and then spins away, and then he throws up because he, he's star sickness or something. But do you yeah, think I'm it's them. do you What's think that? it's do you think it's the executor or the uh, 
Executor. I, I always thought it might be the executor. I always took it as the executor because <laughs> I never that sounds did. I kind of like that. Uh, I always thought it was the executor. That. I always just kind of made up my own name with it. But yeah, I, like I, I think that that's better. cool because, damn it, it's big. Uh, but yeah, seven, I, I'm with right. on this. Seven. seven. Yeah, Match it's, you know, okay. Right? So you get it's not that. the best of the best, but it's pretty good, I guess. And we kind of said it, but just to, just to go through it so we do have the deal where you do have. Kira, who says, you know, I, I stepped it up. I fought Darth Vader. That was my plan. Because they're all like, oh, that's man, that's, that's a good point. It's it's the same thing with, like, the Jabba, the idea of how people are taking this idea of a failed, you know, deal. This whole, you know, this whole deal with the War of the Bounty Hunters and the idea of everybody bidding on Han. You know, oh, man, we look bad. We look good. And they're like, oh, man, Lady Kira, this didn't go well. Oh, no, no, that, that was kind of my plan. I thought that she basically says, I knew this would happen. I knew that that, I, you know, Darth Vader's showing up. Well, kind of weird, but I used that to our advantage. Now everybody's like, there's videos of this going, and it's trending that I faced Darth Vader one-on-one. Yeah, that was I am plan. still alive. I mean, that's huge. People are going to start thinking. Again, this to me, because remember, we have a Darth Vader book. What are you going to do with Darth Vader? And seeing the solicits that plays fully into, I mean, the Emperor is going to find like Darth Vader has made everybody look bad. Not even them, but also everybody else who showed up on the Empire side, remember, all look bad. And it goes down. The, the crap was flowing downhill. And I think that that's where the Emperor's like, you look like a fool. You go take care of this Crimson Dawn. You better make sure that they're nothing by the end of this or you're nothing. You're done. And yeah. so that sets up that pretty well. We have a, uh, a mini series with the Crimson Dawn coming up. You know, you're going to have Darth Vader also trying to get Luke and stuff. So it sets up stuff. Like I said, everybody looks like they have the escape plan here, the exit strategy of how to go out. But I still need more. It, the, the story itself hasn't been big enough for me to now be like, oh, thank God. I, you know, I still want this the big story that we never really got. It's been a good story, just not a great one. But we'll continue. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a couple months left. We have the end of September and then into October. Can't wait for IG-88 number one. But with that, <laughs> I uh, will look because we have a couple and I don't know if they're doubling up. I mean, they, they also had a weird release schedule along the way where you never yeah, should have had a week, week with nothing. Yeah, they've done that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, that was weird. In, in an event like this, you space them out so every week people are fired up. And, of course, as I look at my usual source, there's nothing listed. So we'll see. We'll, we'll have something next week. But, yeah. Tune in for that. Everybody go to the Twitter at the WS Marvel Comics. Check us out there. Follow us. We'll follow you back and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where, you know, one of the things is you do get this podcast a couple of days early, but a lot of other things, a lot of Marvel stuff as well. So with all of that, thanks for joining me, Matt. No problem. Thanks for everybody listening. And we'll talk to you later.